Good morning. Well, I'm still at this cabin, and I'll be here for another week, and just uh, trying to rest some and prepare for what the Lord has for me in 2023. Uh, my name is Rick Bonfim. I'm with Andy Hines, and, uh, and we are uh, sharing the prophetic and healing. And we're going to begin uh, with... Uh, uh, Matthew chapter 8, 14, and I want to read uh, to 17, Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 to 17, it says, and when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, Jesus, he, he, he saw, saw his wife, wife's mother laid in sick of fever. So Peter saw Peter's wife in, in bed with a fever. And when evening was come, and he, and he touched her hand, and fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many who were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all who were sick, that he might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. I have been sharing with you on understanding a gift of the Holy Spirit called prophesying. Prophecy, prophesying. This gift is found in... 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, prophecy. It's, and I've been sharing with you that it's a vocal gift. It has nothing to do with the prophet. But it is a gift of the Holy Spirit, functions under the line and authority of the Holy Spirit. And so there are three things that uh, uh, I'm going to repeat from the teaching yesterday so you're able to get, be reminded of. Number one, prophesying is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Because if it's not a gift, then it's, it's, it's a personal thing that you do yourself. Anytime you feel like saying something, you say it. But this type of prophecy here that speaks according to Paul's understanding of prophesying meaning edifying, building, and comforting, which is in 1 Corinthians 14.3, this prophesying here, it's a gift. So if it is a gift, then it goes under the authority and the manner in which the gifts are discussed and operate in, in 1 Corinthians 12. Now you probably say, Rick, what do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that uh, uh, if it is that the case, then uh, there are diversities of gifts with the same spirit, Difference of administration, and of course, it's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It's not something you just come up and say it. It's a manifestation. The Holy Spirit revealed to you something to say, 
and you say it, and the purpose of doing it is to edify, build, and comfort the, the, the souls of the Christians, the people that God is, is ministering to through you. So that, I hope, will clear up a little bit, and you understand. So it's a manifestation. Prophesying is a manifestation. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Number two, it's a vocal gift, and it has to do with today, because you don't actually see it in Scriptures until you pause and you begin very, very slowly paying attention to when the mouth of Jesus opens up. So it is a vocal gift. The mouth is in, involved in it. And number three, prophesying operates under the power of the word. I explain that. Prophesying operates under the power of the word. In other words, the word is what you have. Remember Peter and, Jay and, 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 and John going to the gate of the beautiful in, in Jerusalem and, uh, and the temple, you know, that gate that separated the, the women from the men. And uh, uh, as they passed through that gate, uh, there was a crippled man on the floor. And for many years, 38, 40 years, been there all his life. And Peter said, thinking that the men was asking for alms, for money. Jesus said to him, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have, I give it unto you. Rise and walk. Now what he had is the same thing of prophesying, operating under the power of the word. The word has power. Now the idea here is connecting the power of the word with you. You see, it's a major problem in the church today because Christians today don't believe that they have it. They don't believe that they are gifted of God to do the ministry of God. As a matter of fact, they know nothing about what I'm talking here uh, this morning with you. They don't pay attention. They don't teach. In other words, uh, 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 these large conferences in Methodism still uh, 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 can't talk about this because they're afraid they will offend uh, uh, the pastors. When pastors are helpless, they have no power, no unction, no anointing because we, we do not teach it. So in RBM, Rick Bonfim Ministries, we do teach this. And we will be teaching this until you get it. And when I die, somebody else will take my place and continue to teach this. Because without this, the church is powerless. Okay, now, so prophesying then is a vocal gift. Now, it responds to revelation. What, you, what I mean by it, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit, has to be a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, and, and, and of course, has to be under revelation. God has to reveal. It's a move of the Holy Spirit, not yours. It's not your mouth talking in the wind. It is, it is, it is revealed from God through your mouth. Prophesying is a vocal gift that responds to revelation. Prophesying is a vocal gift that responds to revelation. One more time. Prophesying is a gift of the Holy Spirit that responds to revelation. It has to be revealed. God has to, to be the one who starts the whole thing, not you. Now that, 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 that just scary, isn't it? Okay, so let's take a look here a minute, and I'll show you. Uh, here we go. 
Now, when you study the gifts of the Holy Spirit, there are three gifts that in, in it reveal. Okay, it reveals. Reveals, what do you mean? Reveals what God is about to do. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. It reveals. And it's not anything difficult to understand. Not to anything so, 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 so hard to get hold of it. It means that the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits are three ways in which the Holy Spirit operates to reveal something to you. Not three, three, three. Not one, not four, not five, not six. Three. So let's take a look at this a little bit because if we continue here in the passage this morning, came from Matthew 8, 14 to 17, and in, uh, in 15 and 16 and 17, it happened uh, uh, when the evening was come. I'm sorry, 14, right? And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw Peter's wife laying in bed with fever. So let's read this because, And he, Jesus, touched her hand, now beginning in, in verse 14. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, take a breath, take a breathing there. When Jesus was come into Peter's house. Now, if you go to Capernaum, there's a large structure on top of this little place where Jesus stayed in his ministry in the Galilees in Peter's house. When Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw, he saw his wife's mother laid. He saw her in bed. Now, seeing is discerning of the Holy Spirit. When you see in the Bible, okay, it says, he touched her. Notice that seeing came from before touching. He saw first. Then he touched her. So what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is that notice the power of the vocal is in Matthew 16. When evening came, they brought him many who were possessed and with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word. Here again, the word. And healed all who were sick. So in Peter's house, you have to begin on verse 14 with, with Jesus seeing. Now seeing operates under discernment. Discernment of spirits is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit of revelation, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. When he saw the gift of the Holy Spirit in him revealed that she had fever. And so when he saw the fever was healed, he touched her hand. Interesting, is it? Touch her hand. Why, why, the, why Jesus touched her hand? Because that's what she used to serve. And she arose. Now, a woman that was in bed with fever, it says, and ministered unto them. She cooked supper. 
So first, the seeing exposed the illness. The touch extend healing and blessings, and she got up and prepared the meal for them. I don't know what kind of meal was that. I hope there was a piece of chicken there. You know, just a nice piece of chicken with a little rice and perhaps a little bread. Oh, what a wonderful thing Jesus had in the house of Peter. And so, uh, Jesus, as we travel through Matthew, the book of Matthew, you're going to see this. Jesus sees, Jesus touches, and Jesus say it. And so the revelation of the Holy Spirit delivers, saves, and heals. So when it comes to healing, the first thing that revelation does is to deliver you from evil spirits. Number two, it saves your soul to eternity. Number three, it delivers you from, from evil. Saves, heals, and delivers. Now, I think I just need to go back and, and, and repeat a little more what I said. I, I said that prophesying is a gift of the Holy Spirit, and so it has to be a manifestation of the Holy Spirit and not your mouth talking. Number two, it's a vocal gift. The mouth has to be involved. And number three, operates under the power of the Word. The Word here is the innermost presence of the Holy Spirit in you, to the ministry of Jesus. You know, Revelations 19.10, you know, uh, uh, you remember that, that beautiful story of an angel coming to John, uh, the revelator, and uh, he said to him, uh, and, and John knelt down before the angel. I felt in, in, uh, at his feet and worshipped him the Apostle John in the Isle of Pathoms. And, uh, I'm your, and Jesus said to him, uh, See, you do not do, do, don't do this. I'm your co servant. And, uh, in other words, I'm your fellow servant, and I'm your brothers, the disciples, and, and of course, you and I, uh, who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Don't worship me. I'm an angel. You worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, in, in terms of prophecy here, there are two legs. One is the prophet. The prophet. The other one is prophesying. One is the prophet. One is prophet. But both of them are, 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 are important. An office of ministry and then a gift of the Holy Spirit for the common person. In other words, prophesying doesn't make you a prophet. Prophesying does not make you a prophet. Are you getting clear of this? Prophesying does not make you a prophet. It, it makes you a, a vital, energetic, powerful, anointed man of God doing the work of the Lord by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to have fruits, a lot of fruits. Listen to this. I have a lot of fruits. Okay, so, and then I gave an example of, of, the, of the ministry. <coughs> when Jesus saw her, 
Peter's wife with fever laying in bed. The gift of the Holy Spirit of discernment is telling him she's sick. All he did is to touch her hand and she was totally restored. When did the Peter, Peter's wife was restored? When, he, when Jesus saw it. Now, so now we're uh, on my second page here telling you that Jesus sees, Jesus touches, Jesus say it and says it, which is very important. Now, prophesying then in studying scriptures has to be found as you read. So when you get your Bible, you slowly read it. For example, here's, here's another scripture, which is chapter 9 of Matthew, verses 1 through 8. I'll read it real slow, okay? You have to, you have to, the revelation of the Holy Spirit saves, heals, and delivers. And he entered into a ship, passed over, and came into his own city, Capernaum. And behold, means listen, look, observe, they brought him a man sick of palsy, lying on a bed, and Jesus seeing their faith. And Jesus seeing their faith. Now, the moment that the healing began is when Jesus saw their faith. Because the seeing is where the power is. Because the seeing is, in other words, revelation shows you what to see. Revelation shows you what to see. Revelation speaks of what's in front of you. Revelation moves the Spirit to connect with you, prophesying for, the, for that person. So there's a connection between the, 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 the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, your mouth, and what you do after that. I know some of you don't believe this. I know that some of you do not practice this. But if you are a minister of the Word, you need to understand what the power of the Word is. The power of the Word is in the revelation of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. The power of the Word, the Word, the power in the Word is the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, came to save the world. That's power in it. So, what you're looking for is when the need is exposed. Because you, you just got in. You know, Jesus just got out of the boat. They brought all these men. And Jesus saw something. What did Jesus did see? Their faith. Their faith. They, weren't, they knew this person, this paralyzed man is going to be healed. Now, I'll, you say, Rick, but uh, uh, that, there's no revelation there. <laughs> No way, Jose, don't come up with that stuff on me. And behold, they brought him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed, and Jesus, seeing their faith, said, said unto them. He said unto the sick of the palsy, not to them. He said unto the sick of the power. You know, Jesus confronts the man on the bed, the paralytic. Son, be of good cheer. 
your sins be forgiven you. But how did Jesus know that sin caused palsy? Because the Holy Spirit revealed that that, that illness was because of sin. Now, does sin causes illnesses? Yes, it does. Not all of it. Some of them, some illnesses are are, are hereditary. Uh, some are uh, 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 because of sin. And, and of course, uh, read my book. I can't just go back to material. I got, I've got 10 minutes here. So here you go. Said unto the sick of palsy's son, be of good cheer. Now, what is this idea, be of good cheer? It's just encouragement. Be encouraged. Be, be edified. Be happy. When I came in, when you came in, they carried you, and I saw the faith of the men there. I already knew I had to heal you. So you are not the prophet telling the future. You are the one who has a revelation of God called prophesying, a vocal word that will change the situation in your the person in front of you completely, 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 completely. That's what I'm trying to tell you this morning. Amen? All right, now let's take a look. Prophesying then, it's all good news. But it is from the Lord. It begins with the Lord. He saw the men lying in bed, a paralyzed man, to be healed. The scene was more than physical. Because the next thing he says is, your sins are forgiven. So the revelation of seeing him discover and was revealed to Jesus that the man there had a illness caused by sin. <coughs> your sins be forgiven you. The prophesying here is, the, is, is, the benef- is to benefit the paralyzed man. Be of good cheer. It's a com- comforting word to a man paralyzed because of sin. Now, verse 5 and 6 here, I hope you're getting the the message. Verse 5 and 6 here exposes the place where the power resides. Let me go to 5 and 6. And I'm I'm dealing with... uh, Don't don't leave me now. Don't leave me now. Don't leave me now. I'm I'm back with you. Matthew 9. Amen? Matthew chapter 9, 5 and 6. For now, speaking... In responding to what he heard in the spirit from the Pharisees. For whether it is easier to say, your sins be forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of palsy, arise, take up your bed. And go into your house. Okay. He arose and departed from the house. Now. For whether it's easier to say. Your sins are forgiven. Or easier to say. Arise. Notice that both are saying. It's a vocal. It's a vocal. uh, uh, Vocal inclination. It's a vocal statement. Okay. So. Here is a vocal expression of power. Say. In other words, why did Jesus say? Because in him there's the spirit of prophecy. 
In you, there's a spirit of prophecy. And so you need to accept that, that when you go to a hospital, you don't pray the Lord's Prayer, that will be done. You say it. You believe it. You ask God to reveal to you a word of healing and power uh, to heal this woman, this man in the hospital. And, and you say, God, use me now for your glory. In, Je- in the name of Jesus. There it goes. There it goes. In the name of Jesus. I reprimand this infirmity. And I command that you be healed out of this bed. In Jesus' name. It came out of a revelation of the Spirit to you. Amen. Now, the, the next thing that you see here is Jesus continuing. He says, But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. That you may know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sins. Notice that the prophetic is a move of the Holy Spirit in the earth. Let's take a look and read it again. It says, in the earth, that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth. Verse 6, that you may know that the Son of Man has power to forgive power on earth. Power on earth. Now, what I mean by that is this. It's not something in the heavens. It's something in the earth. You and I are part of that. Why is it that it's not practiced, that it's not accepted, that is not dealt with in the church. It's because uh, we, we deny it. We don't think we're worthy. We don't think we have it. But if you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, and will return to this earth, the Word of God in you has power to deliver, to heal, and to save, and you have to say it. So Jesus said, But that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth, not in the heavens. That's another power much greater than we understand. In the earth, he said to the sick of palsy, arise. Amen? Arise. Well, it's been a good morning. I, I don't understand uh, how, how it all came together. But I hope that you are understanding what prophesying means. And uh, I keep on repeating a lot because you never heard it. So let me just repeat a little more, okay? It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Working, number two, it's a vocal gift. Number three, operates under the power of the Word, okay? Number four, it doesn't make you a prophet. Prophet is totally different. It doesn't make you a prophet. What it does make you is someone that can deal with the Word, and if you have the Word in you, then God is going to bless you. This is Rick Baumstrom. It's been a wonderful time with you this morning. This is part two of prophetic healing. I hope you get it and work on it in Jesus' name. Amen.